I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? So let's just, let's dive in. Okay. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Breaking Backwards. I am Adam. And I'm Meg. That's Meg. And uh, this is a podcast for you. Uh, here's here's what we're doing. So, uh, Meg, have you ever seen the show Breaking Bad? No. You've never seen it? Not, not at all. Have you thought about watching it? Uh, I've been told to watch it by everybody on the planet, but I, mm-hmm. I just never got around to never it. Never got around to it. You got kids. I got too many kids. Yeah, you too many kids. Yeah. Uh, and so we, there's a lot of podcasts out there mm-hmm. that are like, hey, person has seen a popular show. Their friend hasn't. Let's record us watching the show together. Mm. And there's, they're dying. There's so many of them. And too many. Too many. And yeah. I was like, that'd be fun. They're fun to listen to, though, if you're watching the show. Fick. Yeah, I, I watched, I did one for Lost recently. Okay. And it was very fun. Uh, but I'd like to do one of the little twist. But how could you introduce a twist to something so straightforward? Exactly. Well, and also, like, people like twists, right? Yeah. You're in a soft serve machine pop quiz. You got chocolate on one side, vanilla on the other. Which one do you go for? I go right down the middle. You go for a twist. <laughs> so Meg has agreed to watch this series that she's been told to watch for close to 10 years in reverse order. I'd like to say 12 years. I feel like from the second it came out, everybody was telling me to see it. So. Yeah. I remember, because when it first came out, everyone's like, the Malcolm in the Middle guy is in a serious drama now, and he's good. I feel like... I watch the only Breaking Bad I've seen is the AMC lead up to the premiere. Like they had like a behind the scenes of, uh-huh. and then I've been forced to watch the the pilot in like different TV writing classes because mm. people have a real hard on for the pilot. But so you've, I, so you've seen the pilot. But ten years ago, I saw the pilot, so I don't really. Remember, I remember he was in his underwear, and that's it. I might cut that out for. Her. <laughs> okay. I might. I might cut that out. That's fair. Yeah. And okay. like. Keep that to your fucking self. Okay, okay I'll keep that shit to myself. I'll keep uh, no, myself. I won't cut that out. Please, no, keep it. I don't have the editing skills to cut it out. Uh, this is my first time doing this. I'm <laughs> I'm looking at this Audacity program, and I I feel like the kid who was put in charge of the ER. Well, that that's a common that's a common trope. Is that's it? A common trope. And I'm like, uh, underqualified medical staff running. Uh, yeah. I guess 10 gallons of adrenaline stat? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. That's fair. So, I thought, I, I've i seen Breaking Bad. Mm. How many How many times? Maybe 3,000? Wow. Possibly 3 million. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, at least three. For, Seems re- way more reasonable. For real. Uh, <laughs> like, from front to back, you've seen it? Like, the whole I, series? It's been, uh, when it... I started when the third season was on the air, and I pretty sure before the fourth season started, I rewatched it, and then before the fifth season started, I rewatched it up until that point. And I think since it's ended, I because including the original time I watched, like 
over the course of several years. That counts as one, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think I have watched it because they did a spinoff movie recently. I've heard. And I I watched it before that because it goes quick. It's they're they're fun to watch. It's this is a hot take. It's a good show. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Uh, and I think I just watched it another time, so I'm familiar. Okay. I mean, it sounds like you're pretty much the authority on this show. Well, I hate to say it, but you're right. <laughs> that, why would you hate to I hate say to say it? Well, no, because I'm a humble fella. Oh, that's fair. I thought you just didn't like admitting I was right about that. No, I love when you're right. Oh, fair. You're right often. Oh, shit. Um, and so, but I think the show is so good. I think it's so structurally tight. Uh, and I had recently seen the movie Memento. Have you seen that? I haven't. You've never seen Memento? I, I haven't. No. I didn't know that. I literally how I've been explaining this podcast to you is see if Breaking Bad works Memento style, and you've just been like, oh, I mean, I, I'm familiar <laughs> with the idea. Uh, I just I don't I can't tattoo anything onto my body. Is that's that's in that movie, dude, right? That was a sick reference. Oh, I did it. Yeah, uh, you did it. You nailed it. <laughs> uh, in the uh, Guy Pierce vehicle, Memento. Uh, yes. Each scene takes place before the scene you just saw. And I think Breaking Bad is so good at foreshadowing and callbacks. I was like, you can watch this fucking thing in reverse, and it would be as compelling, but in a different way. Mm. And I was like, I just need, I I don't want to watch it backwards because I, like by myself, because I'm like, well, I know, I know whatever, I know what happens. Uh, I needed someone willing to be like, I'll watch the finale first and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And I was like, I don't know if I even know, A, anyone who's never seen this show, B, anyone who's willing to do that. And I was like, oh, what about my best friend, Meg? <laughs> uh, and I was like, anything for you, Adam. Also, uh, I, uh, I have no business getting mad about spoilers at this point. I've waited too long. You've waited a little long. Although, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if someone spoils the second to last episode for you, I'm going to be pissed. Well, I'll make sure I don't talk about this okay. project too much. And then where I am at in the series. That would be a weird one to spoil. It'd be a weird one to spoil. The Stop penultimate. The yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I, how I would like to approach this, and Meg, you know, need to tell me if you're on board. Sure. Is as a, a thought experiment. Uh, so we have just watched the, I guess when it came out, the finale. Okay, sure. Uh, title of the episode is Felina. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want us to, because that's the, I mean, you saw the pilot 10 years ago in a writing class, but we're pretending that didn't happen. Fair. Uh, I want to pretend you, Meg. Yes. You turn on your TV. The American Movie Channel is getting into original content now. It's, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. Because you used to, you used to turn on AMC, what do you see? Black and white movies. All the time. All the time. And they're good, but you're not in the mood to watch one right now. I don't really want to watch The Quiet Man or whatever. Mm-mm. Yeah. I Mm-mm. want to watch some original content. You want to watch compelling. some original content. You want to watch The OC. Yeah, absolutely. The original content. Yes. And so they announced this pilot with Brian Cranston. And you're like, that name sounds familiar. Oh, he was a Malcolm in the Middle. I Yes. He, and he was in his underwear in Malcolm in the Middle. He's in his underwear in Malcolm in the Middle. We haven't seen him in his underwear in this show yet. That's true. Mm-hmm. He starts off in a coat. And he starts off, and it's snowing? And it's snowing. We, you, for the first eight minutes of this show, you think it's a really snowy show. <laughs> uh, so, so just to frame this, 
You want to you yeah. want to approach it as though the finale is actually the pilot episode. Yeah, very good. I, okay. I lost the I lost the train of thought, and you helped me just now. Yes. Uh, so the finale. Okay, in Earth One, the finale was the finale, but here in Earth Two, that's yeah. The finale, well, the I'm air quoting finale, was actually the pilot. Okay. And boy, do they just kind of drop you into it, and it. Uh, so from going forward. That's the reality we're living in. Okay. Okay. I'm on board. All right. So, oh boy. That was, uh, hey, everybody. Uh, Meg and I just watched this new pilot from AMC. Uh, Breaking Bad. Pretty pretty wild show. It is a wild pilot. They, have you heard the term in median res? No. In media res, I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> it means drops you in the middle of the story. Oh, okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I follow now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this does that. I agree. You... I feel like they just go, they just go for it. I think this is the definition of going for it. In the from the very beginning, mm-hmm. we've got this old guy. He seems kind of weak and feeble. Mm-hmm. He's in the winter and he is cold. He's cold. It's a cold show. He's he's really capturing the. The idea of being cold in the winter there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's breaking into a car, uh-huh. and he is desperate. He's desperate. Uh, and we kind of don't know why. So, like, most shows, they'll be like, here's the main character. Here's blah. Here's blah. This one is just like, here's a guy. We don't know much about him. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, like, were you feeling anything uh, when he was in that car? What was your impression of him when you were in that car? So when I first saw him, I was kind of like, this guy seems, like I said, weak and feeble. He seems kind of like, uh, you know, not that good of a criminal. Like if he's a petty criminal, he's not very good because he can't like figure out shit. He's not like. Yeah, he can't. Uh, he can't figure out how to Jimmy the Jimmy the car. Off. Yeah. He's trying to hotwire the car. I also was a little confused. I'm not going to lie, because we then get to the point where the police show up uh-huh. and I've never in my life seen police be like, let's check out this car. Let's put on our our lights to check on this car and then just check it out and then leave. What, I, what, I, what I assumed happened was it was just a cop car driving by and it just looked like they weren't even checking that car. They were just like lighting the street. Oh, so they were, it was just like. It was just like a light and they were like, oh, there's snow on that car. It's empty. This car's empty. Why is it doing? Why are they doing that? I don't know. Uh, what's their What's their game? They're like. Uh, what are they hoping to find? I, may, I hope we find out. How uh, rough was were the streets in New Hampshire at that time? Honestly, were, I don't. I don't know a lot about New Hampshire, and fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, I. I've never been to the Eastern Seaboard, and I was relying on you to tell me. I. I told you when we started this podcast, you said, I'll do it. You got a bone up on New Hampshire. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I'll get around to it. And I didn't. Could you point to it on a map? No. You couldn't? I could not. Um, I could point to the map. Fair. And just say, well, that's a map. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're in that first scene. We're in that first scene. Mm-hmm. He's... Kind of uh, too cold to function. He's a, he's cold. It's a cold show. The cops are just, I assume, trying to find drunks. I don't know. They're like, we don't know. What, we don't know if they're looking for him. Pill. We just, we don't even know he's a criminal, <laughs> technically. 
He's kind of... Well, he, we just see him break into a car. We see him... For all we know, we watched him become a criminal. That's fair. Uh, and he's like... He... he what happens? Oh, oh, he can't start. And he's like, I just want this fucking car to start. I just yeah. want it to start so bad. Yeah. And he's like... He, gets, he scrunches his face. And then the keys are in the... Yeah, the, the visor. The visor. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Uh, and then we see the name of the show. Yes. Yeah. This is a, it was literally, and metaphorically, a, a cold open. Yes, it was. Because it was cold. It was and very it cold. It opened, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that was, uh, that was, that was AMC, I think, because this is their first piece of original content, going, being cheeky <laughs> and being like, we know what we're doing. Yeah, that's fair. We know what a cold open is. And we know the intelligence level of our audience, and we trust them to get there with us. We I, we don't need to spoon feed you. AMC yeah. doesn't spoon feed you, and that's what I like so far in their original content. Uh, and then so next, it's hot. It's hot, and exactly. it's barren. It's barren. It's and the gas is very expensive. Three eighty nine a gallon. <laughs> uh, one issue I took with this scene... <laughs> Is that he opens the trunk to reveal uh, just too much money, and we don't. It's, uh, <laughs> and we don't know why. It's heretofore, there. we do not know where the money came from. The, this show is uh, a masterclass in leaving out breadcrumbs. Yes, uh, we think. Right, it has a sixteen episode order for this first season from AMC. So we're gonna get answers. We're gonna get well. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't know how good these fucking writers are. I know That's true. they wrote a hell of a pilot. Uh, we'll see if they can keep it going. <laughs> uh, I. I, the thing I, I was like, wait, wait a minute. Uh, maybe they'll answer this in another episode, though. Uh, he chooses, he's got this whole trunk full of cash, yet he chooses to take a drink out of the, the water hose that's next mm-hmm. to the gas pump. And it's like, why can't you just buy a bottle of water, my man? So I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the fun of these shows. You get theories. Yeah. Uh, it's, he seems like wanted. Oh, so he's like, and he's, he's like, too high profile. I don't want to go into a gas station and get water because then they'll call the police, who are bad at checking cars in New Hampshire, but better in the desert. In the desert, when there's no snow to hide you, like they might see you. I suppose you know it makes more sense if he's. It seems like he returned a great distance, and maybe he's going back to somewhere he was from. Like, maybe people will be more familiar with him there. Yeah. So maybe that's why he's more pensive. That's what it seems like they're going for. Okay. But I, it's all theory craft right now. It's a weird pilot. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and then he goes to the Schwartz's house. Yes. Uh, which, uh, my last name is Schwartz, so that made me excited. Uh, oh, there was another uh, feature in that scene where oh, he leaves the wristwatch the on, watch. on top of the payphone, and I have I I have no speculation on that. That was really confounding to me. I yeah, don't know they they don't pay that off in this episode. Oh yeah, I hope they do down the line. Um, yeah, that was weird. It was like just I was I thought that was a little pretentious. I like I don't I am willing to give AMC the benefit of the doubt. That they know what they're doing. And everything else in this... I, I give the rest of this episode a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I give that one moment a 6 out of 10. I was just about to say, like, does he no longer have too much time on his hands? Is it a symbolic moment? That's... Or is there uh, actually something like he, he wants to leave behind a trail that he's coming? I don't understand. I don't either. Those are both 
great theories. <laughs> and if AMC meant to do that, then this becomes an 8 out of 10 for me. Mm-hmm. This moment. Um, it bumps it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So it's like, all right, this show, we're not sure what it's about. It, the marketing was weird. It's just old guy from Malcolm in the Middle kind of running around. He seems like a criminal. We don't know why. He has a lot of money. Uh, he shows up at the Schwartz residence. Mm-hmm. And they're rich. Yeah, they, those guys, they have too much money uh, and apparently no children. Is fa- like, what mm-hmm. must it be like to just have so much money? I would love to have a bunch of money. Yeah, that would be great. I would... I'd have like a hundred cars. <laughs> Do you like cars? I don't. That's fair. I love things. I love status. I like status. That's fair. I'm a status whore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like um, I like jewels. Okay, sure. I like treasure. Checks out. Mm-hmm. And I like um, uh, I like a house with double digit chandeliers double digit chandeliers mm-hmm. they call those shandies where i'm from shandies yeah. i like i want to live in a shandy a shandy town a shandy town yeah your whole house is a chandelier i think if i had unlimited money i would just get uh the best theme park pass to every theme park oh me and you disagreed on this before because you like theme parks a lot and i think they're fine that's fair i think they're solid yeah uh i think a lot of we're recording this from Los Angeles, California, and there's a Universal Studios here, and every ride is just you're, it's a it's a it's a licensed property, and you're you're putting a harness, and then you're in a screen to another screen to another screen that jumps on you, and then Harry Potter runs at you, is like you gotta help us save everyone, <laughs> and then you go to another screen, and then another screen where he goes you did it, and that's every ride. So I agree that that's every ride. I don't think that's a problem because, like, if you think about it, Universal is just like a, a movie studio. It's like Universal City was created to make television and film. Uh, so it makes sense to me that their theme park would be to- solely centered around television and film and all their rides would be. Counterpoint. Sure. Uh, there is a ride at MGM in Florida, Disney World. Okay. Tower of Terror. Yes. Based on I is that I actually is that based on a property? Well, is it based it's on the gone now. Is it gone? Yeah, it's the Gardens of the Galaxy now. Oh, fucking shit. Uh, I, I hate it with a passion. It's well pretend it still exists. Okay. And I wasn't looking at screens. I was going through a tower of terror. Yeah. And I was terrified and you go to this black area and then you fall. Yeah, it's frightening. It's very frightening. And I had a lot of fun. Okay. And there wasn't a lot of rides like that. That's fair. And I miss it. I mean, we could save up. We could go to Disney World if you want. I'd like that. Okay, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. All right. So back to the <laughs> uh, So they're rich. Uh, they go to their house. Yeah. They're, they seem to have gotten to come home from a cotillion of some kind. Yeah. Uh, and uh, enter the longest security code I have ever seen. I thought she was going to break her wrist. Like yeah. How my she, we her. watched Carpal Tunnel happen. Like yeah. Uh, and this guy, this main character whose name we don't know yet, right, is waiting for him. Uh, but he's so. Uh, I, one of the things that's really he goes from being so fragile to kind of establishing some status in the the, the desert scene, and then here he's he's so arrogant and mm-hmm. uh, he flagrantly like 
he's I don't know what I'm trying to say. He just he doesn't give a shit. Like he's his confidence is overwhelming in this scene. As because uh, uh, as as we in Earth One, I've seen this whole show. Yes. Uh, but you've never seen any of this. Uh, wh- so far, what do you think about this guy? Like, what's your? Are you like, oh, this seems like the main character. I like him. Or he seems really. Uh, it, right now, it's like you're supposed to have some pity for him, but not that much because okay. he seems kind of weak. Uh, to me, like physically, he yeah. seems sick. He seems old and frail, but at the same time, he seems like he's kind of a like crooked person, or he has questionable morals. Yeah, he like if I he kind of seems like a jerk. Yeah, but he seems determined. Yeah, which I respect. I I also it's kind of like is he this Robin Hood of sorts? Like when you see this scraggly old man. Uh, kicking back in these people's foyer, uh, is it like he's trying to uh, commandeer something from these rich people? Like, is it? Is That's it, a good theory. Yeah. Because I didn't like them. Okay. I just met them, and I'm like, did you like them when you saw Gretchen and Elliot? Uh, is that were those their names? Yeah, that's their name. Uh, they, so I didn't. Uh, they were having a conversation about how the guy didn't want to eat Thai chicken pizza, and mm-hmm. I was like, I appreciate this kind of. It seemed like fun banter between a, a married couple that like that didn't seem like they were bad people to me uh upon first meeting them uh and then they were talking about like standard waspy rich white people shit you know mm-hmm. i don't know uh yeah so i was just kind of like oh they're kind of unpleasant okay I'm, what made you dislike them oh no i think there's it's like uh, they seem like wasps so, so yeah they seem waspy yes did you say wasps? Yes. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I just, we agree. I checked the, I'm using Audacity for the first time ever, and I don't know what's going on on this screen. What, uh, did it stop recording? No, it's recording. It's just, I, I, I had a headphone in because I was like, oh, I should be listening to it. And I just realized like nothing's playing through here, but those lines are making lines that say it's recording. Where were we? Okay, so he's just kind of lurking around and then... They see him and they're like, ah! Yeah, he he really scares the shit out of that lady. Mm-hmm. She's, ah! yeah. Um, and I know I gave everything a ten out of ten. This felt a little complicated. It's weird because you follow his morals around in like one of those daisy chains, right? Uh, What's a daisy chain? Well, it's like uh, I don't know it. Sometimes they talk about it in porn, but also it's not necessarily about porn. Uh, I don't know the right like Wikipedia definition about okay. it, but just imagine like, uh, you know, like somebody tying the stems of daisies one after another, so it makes a circle. Okay. So we're starting off in one place where we're like, this guy's a creep, but oh, he supports his family, and wants to make sure they're okay. Yeah. But then he threatens them. Right. Because in their house, we learn his family doesn't like him. Yes. Uh, they think he's a monster. And then he brings all his money in there to, to support to them. support his family, and we're like, okay, uh, this is a morally gray character, yes, to say the least. And uh, when you want to take a crack at describing what he's trying to accomplish here, I certainly can attempt it. Yeah. Uh, so it seems as though he wants to basically rattle these people into making sure that they uh, take this monetary this monetary sum of nine point something million dollars and he wants to ensure that they donate his money to his son through them kind of as like a third party 
uh, so that the government won't take it because apparently the government has secured, taken all of his family's mm-hmm. assets. Uh, so when his son turns 18 in like 10 months, he wants to make sure this uh, a very wealthy family presents this money to him as though it's the, their own mm-hmm. um, and uh, basically s- give his family the financial independence that they had taken away by the government because of this guy's wrongdoings. That, that, that was, that, I, it sounded like you were reading from the Wikipedia and <laughs> she was not. Uh, I have that in front of me and holy shit. Yeah, no, that was, that was exactly what he was doing. Bold move on AMC putting all this like character motivation before we've met his family, before yeah. we've met... Like, why do I care? If why do I care is... about it? His son could be an asshole. We have no idea. We have no idea. His wife could who ju- could be Charles Manson. And we, it, it, and it may we be have no reason to believe that it's not. That's not Charles Manson. Yeah. Uh, frankly, I hope it is. <laughs> why? I think that'd be a good twist. And that here's the thing: the I don't write for TV, so like I could be wrong. Fair. Uh, like that could like I could take that to a spec script class and they'd be like, that's a bad twist. And they'd give me notes and that's their job. I mean, that's what you're paying. That's what you're paying them for. You're, you're paying them to say, here's my ideas. What's wrong with them? Mm-hmm. And then they go, this is what's wrong with them. Go try again. Uh, and I respect the craft. Oh, so as it stands right now, his wife may or may not be Charles Manson. Maybe, yep. AMC made a bold move by presenting this, uh, you know, proposition before it's like the heart, uh, the definition of horse, horse before the cart, uh, yeah, or cart before the horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There it's we go. it's a, it's like that cart has hooves and a man. So it's uh like a combined cart. Yeah, horse. the cart is the horse almost at this point. Fair. Uh, so what happens after that? Oh, the the hitman. Yes, and so that is a that's a that's a you know whoa move that, because you think that. He's made a made it, you know, like these people are about to get assassinated if they don't go along with his plan, which is like that's not fair. That's not nice. That's not yeah, and because uh, so far we're like this is kind of like all right, AMC, you're really dropping us in. This is kind of like a feeble old guy. He made a bunch of money, probably from I would assume a white collar crime at sure. this point, and he's trying to get this money to his kids and then sniper rifles. Uh, okay, so he's dangerous. Were you like, did you stop liking him? Or were you like, uh... uh I think, I think, yeah. Well, I think at that moment, I was... It's very hard because it, they, they, they give you, like, a reason why you should like him. He wants to make sure his family's okay. And then, uh, like, a reason why you shouldn't like him. So I was like, what is this guy's deal? He's got... He's got a lot of deals. Yeah, he's got a lot and of deals. And I don't mean... I'm not trying to court at AMC. Mm-hmm. That's... That's good writing. Uh, that's true. That is... That's good writing. That's good writing. Yeah. So so he does that, and then he gets in his car, and then, kind of a twist, two goobers, who we don't really know anything about... No, they're just two dinguses. They're two ding... Two dingai. It's fair. Uh run into his car and it turns out there wasn't a sniper rifle it was just laser pointers they're like cat toys at that point yeah right? yeah and they're he pays them off and they it's like it, it feels funny it feels light and it's i i like that because uh oh also in the scene before we find out that he was making meth that he <gasps> right that so, was they slip that in there yeah so so and then a follow-up in this scene 
he he presents that information and they're like, yeah, aren't you the one cooking the meth? And he's like, no. So they kind of, yeah, they introduce meth, which is big. Like, yeah, that's a that's a hard drug. That's a hard drug. Yeah. That's, like, we've all smoked a dube. Uh, that's, we're in California. We're in California. They hand them out at the border. Yeah, yeah. You, they, you drive in and they go, welcome to California, here's your dube. Yes. Meg, when was the last time you smoked a dube? Uh, do, do I have to say? You don't have to answer. Uh, you have children. Fair. Uh, re- recent enough. Recent enough. Yeah. Perfectly legal. Yes. Uh, I don't like it. It gives me a stum- tum- tummy ache. A tum-tum? It gives me a tum-tum ache. Okay, yeah. So I don't smoke dupes. Okay. But I w- one thing I would never smoke, methamphetamine. I would imagine that it would ruin my life immediately. I am a little like, I'm already kind of like a talker. Yeah. I feel like that would just... Destroy me. I would... I'm already unlikable. No. Uh, no, I... Uh, I like you plenty. Thank you. But I feel like all the... Like, for, for as much of a spaz as I am, all the goodwill I have, if I took a little bit of meth, like, it, that'd all be gone. I, all the charm is just out of there. <laughs> I have a hard enough time just with, like, caffeine alone. Mm-hmm. So if I in, introduced methamphetamines, I probably would achieve... Like uh, uh, flight, I yeah. don't think I would be able to come down out of the sky, and not in a good way. Like my heart would shoot me into the sky, and I'd I'd go into outer space. So we got this good pilot where it's kind of weird. They kind of drop you in, and then they slip in there, and we're like, he's a criminal. We don't know what has a lot of money, and then they kind of slide in. Okay, meth. Yeah. We kind of, we kind of, he did something with meth. And it, that's one of those real insidious drugs that you can't really so like. The goodwill we had towards him, we're like, uh, yeah. but that's a bad drug. And apparently he's he's doing, he's such a profitable meth maker that he could uh, accumulate $9 million. To was just, that, did they say that's how much it was? Because I for Yeah, nine point something yeah, million, million dollars. Okay, that's a lot of money. My phone's, by, my family group text is going nuts. Oh. Uh, I just became an uncle and it's just, there's a lot of pictures of my, of my niece. Uh, What's her name? I don't really want to throw her in a public forum. Oh, okay. At this early stage. Lady Baby? Her name's Lady Baby. That's Her cool. name's Lady Baby, and I thought it was like, oh, is that a fun nickname? And then they show me her birth certificate, and they're like, meet fucking Lady Baby. Is it Lady Baby, like, both, there's that, like, all lady one the word. first name, and baby, no, it's all one word. Lady Baby. Wow. All one word, all lowercase. <laughs> That's bold. Mm-hmm. Mm. They, is. Oddly notated on the birth certificate, they go never capitalize the L, never. <laughs> so Lady Baby Schwartz is my niece. Okay, she's really cute, and if she ever capitalizes that L, I, she goes to jail. Wow. Uh, where were we? Uh, we're talking about the goobers with the laser right. pointers. So he talks about he's like blue meth. So that's I didn't know it came in colors. I, I didn't know great. I was like yeah. uh. Maybe okay. I was that's where I was like a little bit like, hey AMC, thanks for trusting your audience to like do the work and catch up. But like this was a little bit like I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, uh, I felt a little lost. I trust them, but I was like, okay. And then I believe then we cut to a new character. Oh, because we were in the coffee shop, right? I, I think after or- that we. The coffee shops later, after that, we see a new character making a box. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That was really confusing. That was really confusing. So we, uh, 
we see this character. He's young. Um, I think he's the guy from Need for Speed. Yes. Uh, and he, he's he's just he's in just a beautiful, warmly lit like wood shop. Yes. And he's making a box. And he seems to be taking such care and such pride in the whole process. Uh, and I wondered, like, wow, where'd this guy learn to make? wood so well and you're like i thought this like so far this is a show about a criminal a vague criminal something meth ish and then new guy he makes boxes uh, doesn't say a goddamn word doesn't say a goddamn word not a line of dialogue and he's doing a lot of acting with his eyes yeah and but you believe in his hands too his he's hands. very like he's firm but uh delicate at the same time mm-hmm. You can tell he takes pride in his work, that he's also, like, happy. Mm-hmm. But then, just as he finishes his masterpiece, which is just, like, a small box for cigars or something, mm-hmm. uh, it cuts out, and he's actually, like, having a walking fantasy while he's in this, like, I guess a meth lab? We don't know. We don't Unclear. know what that is. Uh, and he's he's carrying around stuff and he's chained to things and he's and then you're like oh whoa okay this guy's got a lot we don't know what his deal is yeah i don't know where it is he was about to fuck that box he was close he was totally gonna fuck that box and then like what often happens reality got in the way but like does this his does this story does this character have a history of unclear uh like craftsmanship i don't know unclear uh is not paid like the watch before it is not paid off in this episode hmm. uh so many unanswered questions we hope it's just this episode of television felt like a bag of wonder bread that was just finished and someone just flapped on the ground and there's just all these crumbs yeah there's a bunch of bread crumbs very true and i liked it part of me felt it was like this feels like kind of a gimmick but i still enjoyed it and it was well directed. I sometimes wonder how AMC could possibly hope to keep up this show for an entire season I, of just sprinkling breadcrumbs. Sprinkling breadcrumbs. Well, they at some point they have to pay it off. Because even I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt right now, but eventually I'm going to say I want answers. Fair. Yeah. Um. So he does that, and then it kind of cuts away, and we're like, I don't, don't know, don't know what the fuck that guy's deal was, but but all right, he had a big beard. Yeah. And he was kind of gross. And then it kind of cuts to a bunch of scenes of our main guy. We know his name's Walt now. Yes. Uh, and then he is at he he's at a Denny's. Uh, oh yeah, and he made an arrangement with his bacon and was like, "It's my birthday." And he's like, "My birthday." And then it cuts to him opening a trunk. There's a gun in there. Yes. And then it cuts to him in an old house, and he's grabbing a vial of something. Oh, that was taped into the inside. That did they? I don't know that they paid that off. I don't know if they did either. Well, I do, but I'm not. <laughs> I missed it. Then. They in that episode did they bring that out again? I felt like he was getting that vial to try late. Uh, well, we can get to it, but it it felt like he purposely got that vial, and I must have missed something. If you saw something that I missed, uh, I he, missed it. No, you didn't miss it. Uh, we'll get to it at the end of the episode. Okay, so uh, yes, he's at the Denny's. He's at the house. There's Heisenberg is written. Is and written. we're like, what the yeah. fuck yeah. is this? What was the meaning of the, uh, like the bacon picture in his... He, uh, he made a 52. Oh, so, was it really? Yeah. 
Is, was that his birthday? His I'm assuming birthday? so. Okay. Uh, I don't know this guy. He cooks meth. He's not a, above like getting a free Sunday at Denny's and lying about his birthday. I don't know. Okay. Um, he. We don't know if he cooks it. Okay. Well, he does say cook in the car. <laughs> it's hard for me to keep straight what you do and don't know because <laughs> you watched the pilot ten years ago. Uh, so, so that's all weird. That's poor editing. I felt. Um, and oh, he makes a contraption out of connects. I don't think he does that yet. Oh, I think my he. Bad. I don't. I get. I get it all jumbled in my. You get it all jumbled. Well, it's a confusing pilot. Yeah. I and I have the I have the Wikipedia in front of me. Oh. Okay. So I, I'm following along in the episode. I'm keeping us honest. Uh, then he he goes into a diner and he meets two two new characters. Oh yes. Uh, including a server who, what was the term you used? He, he was a co-star. He had an under five. He had an under five. Yeah. Uh, good for him. He got paid that day. Yeah. He had how many, he had three lines, I think. I think it was for, uh, if you count to like, okay, great. Like as its own line. Yeah. And you, that type of thing. One thing we should probably let the listeners know is me and Meg are in the business. <laughs> sure. Me and Meg are in the business. And yeah. so like, if you're listening to this in flyover country, Mm-hmm. You might hear some things and you're like, uh, what's that? And we'll say under five. Uh, I might say sag. <laughs> and you'll be like. Union dues. Union dues. Yeah. Um, oh, he made scale. Yeah. A Taff Hartley. Taff Hartley. Yeah. Um, craft services. You're going to hear, you're going to hear them and like, we're sorry. We would like to tone it down if we could. But it's just second nature. It's second nature. It's in now. our bones now. So we can't tone that back. And I and I and like if you want us to, I would like to sincerely say, suck it <laughs> from the bottom of my from the bottom heart. of my heart to the heartland yeah. where I was born and raised, and you were too, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Sorry. We're gonna say sag. Uh, sag after there. I said it. Sag after. Scale plus ten percent. Scale plus ten percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you sag eligible? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tag eligible. I'm not. Um, oh, no, I am. I'm in the business. Go on. Oh, you are? You're in the business? I'm in the business is all I'll say. <laughs> I, uh, so we meet these characters, and um, this woman comes in, and just her walk uh, bodes no nonsense. She's, she, as the kids say, she don't fuck around. Yeah, she's not fucking around. And she's coming in, and she's not fucking around. And then uh, some goofy ass stupid guy comes in the guy from season two of fargo and friday night friday lights. lights uh comes in and he looks like he's dressed up for his seventh grade formal yeah like, he looks like a, a goofball yeah he looks like he really doesn't know uh anything <laughs> and uh I, they don't even get to have a conversation because then Walt comes and crashes it and clearly they're both like perturbed to see him. They're a little freaked out. Yeah. And then they, like he's, he, oh, okay. This is where we learn he like is, he must be like good at cooking meth. Yeah. Because he says like, I have a new recipe. I'm making money. And they're kind of like, you know, in school when like a fucking dork comes up to you and you're talking to your cool friends and you're like, get the fuck away from me. I I think I was that dork. I was too. But okay, yeah, I, no, I, then I, yeah, I understand but what like, do you the understand? opposite okay. that, that feels like. Okay, you're being that dork and Absolutely. talking to talking to someone who is a family friend, but they're much cooler than you in the high school, and so they're like, shut the fuck up and leave right now. You, we've been there. Yeah, absolutely, very really. This is before we were in the business. Yes. When we were nerds. Yes. And now we're 
Now that's paid off. Now that's paid off. Yeah. We live in LA. We doing our bountifuls of cocaine. Uh, we don't actually do cocaine. I can't. I would. It would. It would, it would ruin me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so, but they do also give that out when you get your dupe. That's when you get true. to California. Um, he's like, oh, well, let me make you, I, I can give you a new recipe. And he seems desperate. He's, he's, he's all hot and bothered because he's got this new, he's got a new uh, uh, recipe. Uh, and there, But like, I thought something was up. Oh, and this lady is all horny for her stevia. She's all horny for her stevia. So she asks for like a lot of stevia and that shit's known to cause tumors in mice or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was like, lady, make good choices. Lady, make good choices. And then also what, one thing I noted is this pilot did a good job doing the work mm. saying this wallet fella, we don't know much about him. He's confident. He's very confident in the Schwartz home. And in this scene, he's all, he's all rickety. He's all like, oh God, I need you to help me out. And I go, oh, okay. I just, I took note. Yeah, it, it was it was odd to see him pass out fat stacks of cats to goober guys in this car before. And uh, yeah, kind of strut his stuff through this the, the Swartz's home. But then when he's confronting this goobery dude and this mean lady, he's uh, very meek. He's very meek. Uh, uh, it's strange. So then uh, the next scene is him in the desert. Uh, he makes that he makes that gun with, a, with an erector set. Uh, it's really cool. It shows that he's, you know, also very smart and, like, has a good mind in the STEM sense. Yeah. So when you're in a screenwriting class, hmm. uh, which I, I've taught a few. I've never actually taken one. Uh, <laughs> you, there's a term, show, don't tell. Right? Yeah. And it means, like, you could say, there could be a line of dialogue that just says, I am good at making erector sets. I am good at mechanical stuff. And like that's, if you were in one of my classes, I would say that's lazy writing. Mm-hmm. You'd want to show us that, and this scene does a really good job of that. Yeah, because they show him mm-hmm. uh, not a line of dialogue to be found. Engineering an entire contraption that we then find out is controlled by a red, like yeah, the, Honda uh, Civic remote. Yeah, yeah. Like a little remote thing. Yeah, and you're like, okay, okay, cool. And then after that, uh, we see a woman in a kitchen. And she is just chain smoking. She is. She loves daddy nicotine. And she's staring off into the middle distance. Staring off in the middle distance. She gets a phone call. Uh, Goes to voicemail. Sends it straight to voicemail. But then she picks up. And yes. she's like, because she's like, I, I don't, I don't want to check my voicemail. I mean, I hate having I don't, I don't want to see that one there on my iPhone and have to check that later. Exactly. That, she says that out loud. <laughs> so, it's... A family friend. It, I don't know who was that other woman. Did you? Could, I did could. You I had no idea who that lady was. Okay. Uh, uh, it just seemed like it's. She said truce. The first line she said was truce, and so I imagine there was uh, before this episode. Uh, the story goes that they aren't friendly right now. Before, this, this is the first episode. The, well, the, there's some backstory. Okay. Oh yeah, it seems uh, like there's some implied backstory. Yeah, there's some implied backstory in which we know that there's a conflict between them. Okay. And uh, so that I could tell that they didn't get along, these two women, but the, the woman who called seemed to be legitimately concerned for the smoking lady. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. Walt was back in town. Walt's back in town. She, they heard him wandering around that Denny's. Uh, and she's like, <laughs> he's just wandering. He's the ghost of Denny's. Yeah. And then chain smoking lady says like, 
Oh, her name's Skylar. We do learn that. Did we learn that? Skylar. I, I missed her she name. She says Skylar. True, Skylar. Oh, okay. Yeah, so her yeah, name's yeah. Skylar. Um, and uh, Skylar hangs up. And then... Well, she hangs up after finding that he's been around all over town. Mm-hmm. And the whole town seemingly is freaking the out. The whole town's up in arms. But why is it so hard to track this guy down then? If like the whole town's looking for him. And he's not being discreet. I don't know. Because they talk about how he like says hi to his neighbors and stuff. I feel like he's just been sighted like in two places, okay. and in both those places he was already gone by the time people kind of put two and two together. Okay. Um, and then he's there. He's right in front of Skylar. Yes. And he, we've been talking for a while. I'm, <laughs> no, it's cool. I love it. Uh, I mean, once once it's edited, I'm sure it'll go down a couple minutes, right? Eh, I like it long. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. Don't listen to this if you fucking don't like it. <laughs> Meg, fucking tell him. If you don't like it, you are not compelled to listen. You're not compelled to listen. Guess what? I'm America. We're going to fucking talk. We're going to fucking talk. And you got a pause button right there. You can pause and throw your phone in the river if you don't like it. We don't care. We don't care. We're going to get granular <laughs> with this episode of seven-year-old television. <laughs> Uh, Meg, yes. what does he reveal to her? He's got no money left to his name. He tells her that. And she's mm. like, I don't want it anyways. What he does say is that the people who robbed them and... This uh, is the first we're learning about that. Yeah, we don't know that there was ever any other money outside of the millions of yeah, dollars he and already we had. We learn he gets robbed, which that, I believe, is kind of paid off at the very end of the episode when we get to it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, go on, sorry. Uh, but also, he... The only thing he's really able to give her is a shitty lottery ticket mm-hmm. that is a loser, but it has GPS coordinates mm-hmm. to a site where apparently two people are buried people that are buried. she knows, and the money that he used to have was also hidden there, but now it's people stole it. And I don't know, if he knew that people knew where that place was to steal the money, why would he? That was bury? a lot. That was almost too much for me. That was a, It was a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Because at first, the way he presents it, you don't realize that somebody else had killed the people that are buried Yeah, there. you were immediately, because when we were watching, you were just kind of like, oh, okay, so he's a criminal. Oh, but he's a good guy. Oh, and when that happened, you're like, oh, he killed people. Bad. Yeah. But then you find out pretty quick, other people killed the two people, which, once again, I think it would be two Charles Mansons down there. We don't know. Yes. We don't know. We can't know. I, I, it's impossible it's to It's impossible to, with the information at hand. We don't know. Yes. Um, but it seems to affect Skylar. She cries. Yeah, I mean, it seems like she... He says Hank, and then he says Steve Gomez. So it's like, you know, I would say Adam, and my kids would know who you were, but I would have to say Lauren Scharf. Okay, oh, I shouldn't be just saying people's names. Lauren Scharf's a friend of ours. Yeah. She's fine. Shout uh, out to Lauren Scharf, <laughs> yeah. who's very funny. Yes. And, and But my kids would need to know her by Lauren Scharf. If I said Lauren, they go, which Lauren? There's so many. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it seems like she knew exactly who Hank was, but that she might know more than one Steve uh, if they need to like specify which Steve it was. Yeah, Lauren Scharf had a really funny tweet over the weekend that you shared with me. Oh, that? That was intense. Yeah. Some guy was a some guy on a dating app was a dick to her and she posted it and it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Her caption was follow her on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but her name's Lauren Sharp. I think it's LL Cool Sharp. LL Cool Sharp. Follow her. Don't follow us. Never. Because we got enough. We're in the business. We have enough followers. We have overwhelming we have, amounts of followers. Mm, Triple digits. It's and then some digits. Oh. It's well. It, there's so many zeros at the end of the followers. 
it just says error on Twitter for me. <laughs> um, so we learn in this scene, there's dead bodies in the desert, and if you play the lottery right, you'll find them. Yeah, they kind of throw a lot at you. They better pay. Like, the box, the watch, those are kind of cool. They felt like, this felt very plotty. What do you think? Well, I, I guess I just, the way they left the episode, it kind of just felt like, this guy's tying up loose ends, and this was one a major one mm-hmm. that's uh, apparently very upsetting for him and Skyler. Okay. Uh, so for me, it's it's weird because you know I don't I don't know how, how much I can trust this guy and trust mm-hmm. what he says. He uh, shifty would be an understatement. Yes. Uh, so he kind of just leaves it. Oh, and then can we can we transition? Yeah, transition a little to forward. He just goes upstairs and pets a baby. He pets a baby. A sleepy baby. A sleepy baby. We're led to assume by inference it's his child. Uh, yeah, I think that's safe to say. I think it's safe to say or else it's, he's just petting a baby. And it makes him a creep. As a recent uncle, <coughs> someone pet my niece without, and, they, and there's like, who's this guy? I'm I'm going to get really mad. I once had, I was swimming left down at the pool and my, my son came to say something to me. And a, a person I didn't know came up and started tickling him. That's I, scary. I stopped what I was doing. And I was like, do you know him? And she said, yeah. And I said, no, you don't. I'm his mom. Don't touch him. Fuck. And she, they gave me hard looks like I was the weirdo. Fuck them. Are you <laughs> yeah. serious? Yeah, I never no, heard that story. That's a real life thing. That's bonkers. That actually happened the day you... Uh, we don't need to get into it. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. I know what you were going to say. <laughs> what? We don't need to get into it. <laughs> that... We don't need to go. Into okay, fair. Uh, Adam's personal life. Oh no, it's nothing to do with that. Oh well, I mean, it, it's all of our personal lives. Uh, Off mic, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, it seems as though he knows this baby and was perhaps served the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the next scene, I might jump ahead, so I don't want to. What was the next scene? Uh, he he watches a, a, a boy. Oh, yes, the boy with the... With crutches. With the crutches, yeah. He watches him walk into the house. Uh, I think we can presume. That's his son. That's his son. Soon-to-be millionaire son. Soon-to-be yes. millionaire son. Um, and then, nighttime. And he drives to a compound of some kind. Yes. And so, yeah, and like, you're like, okay. This pilot seems like a series of vignettes at this point. It doesn't feel like a cohesive... I'm not dicking on the pilot. I think this Vince Gilligan fella... Wrote this. It sounds like he's going to have a good career. He's definitely got something in mind. He's got something in mind. And so he's like, okay, so the first guy we see at the compound, right? Yeah. He seems kind of mean. Yeah. They, well, there's two dudes, two right? Dudes. And they both seem like assholes. They both seem like assholes, but we don't know. They could be curmudgeonate, but then you see on their neck. Yeah, it's not so subtly, but also not so much that they're drawing attention to it. Just big old swastikas. Big old swastikas. And that, Meg, what's the thing I teach on day one of my script writing classes? Show don't tell. You show don't tell. Yeah. So they don't. There's not a ham-fisted line that says "Hello, I am a Nazi," because you would see, you would go. Who goes around? A, who goes around saying that? Especially in the mid two thousands, when mid-2000s. this period piece takes place. So we're in right now. We're in the year of our Lord twenty twenty. In yes. the mid two thousands, Nazis were frowned upon. Yeah, nobody liked them in two thousand seven. Now, eight. depending on what circle you run in. It sometimes it's sometimes apparently fine. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, though, it was pretty universally you, like you. You didn't like them. you were you were you bad person. Yeah, you didn't you did, you weren't forthright with that information. You, yeah. uh, you would go. Uh, I'm a Nazi, but only on the weekends. Or you would you would be you'd very you'd shoot. Yeah. 
Um, I preferred that. I liked it better than too. I liked it better than now. Um, I guess we're just old fashioned. We're we're old curmudgeons. Being in LA in the business this long will make you cynical. Yeah. I preferred it when Nazis were bad. I'll Uh, say it. I'll say it on mic. I preferred it. Like you see in Glorious Bastards. I saw in Glorious. I thought that was a good movie. Yeah, that was good. How they wanted to like get rid of the Nazis. They beat up all those Nazis. Yeah. And the Hitler fella, they shot in the face. Yeah. Then they blew up a theater full of Nazis. They blew up a theater full of Nazis. And I I remember watching that and uh, I, I went, that was good. <laughs> that was good they did that. That was a fun take on that was that a fun take. thing. Yeah. Um, but that was made in 2010. Was that it made in 2010? I feel, like it, I feel like I saw it before I had kids. It's a 2009, 2010. Probably. Yeah. Good movie. Yes. Uh, good core. If the- you're chomping at the bit for more content after this, just go watch Inglorious Bastards. That one will have a, a good Nazi I'll, take. I'll be humble and I'll give a shout out to our colleague Quentin Tarantino, also in the biz. I think Inglorious Bastards is better than this podcast. That's fair. I think the movie Inglorious Bastards is better than the podcast Breaking Backwards. That's. Uh, um, and that's not me fishing for compliments. And I don't want people to. Don't write in, no, no, Breaking Backwards is better than Inglorious Bastards. It's not a competition, and I. You can't. How could they? How could you compare them? They're just two different types of media. I well, I just I'm gonna push back on that. Mm. I think they're pretty similar. <laughs> I'd be lying if I didn't say I put in probably as much work as Quentin Tarantino went to this podcast. And You've done a lot. I've done a lot, and so do I want people to like it more than Inglorious Bastards. I yeah, that was what I set out to do, but I'm like I call balls and strikes. And having listened to the first bit of this podcast as we've been recording it, I, I think Inglorious Bastards is better. Well, it's a high bar to set for yourself, like right out the gate. And maybe if we keep working hard, we can get there one day. Maybe we have sixty-two episodes. I do. Yeah, I think this is. I do think this podcast is better than Reservoir Dogs. Uh, his first film. That's fair. I think. I think. I think this podcast is better than Reservoir it's Dogs. It's certainly better than his contribution to the Four Rooms. I I haven't seen that. Okay. Is it good? Uh, yes, it is. I was have, it the best of the four rooms? It's hard to say. I don't want to... This is... I don't want to say what I was about to say. That's to okay. You. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Uh, so, Nazis, bad. Yes. Uh, and the Glorious Bastards, good. Glorious Bastards, good. Nazis, bad. Uh, these Nazis on the show, they do a good job... Because, obviously, you got a pilot. You have not a lot of time to work with. You got it. Someone... This Vince Gilligan fellow wrote it. He went, AMC, make my pilot. And he, did, he, he had to be efficient. Yes. So, he just... He didn't say, hi, my name is Natsu. He put a swastika on them and no one kind of, just kind of no one acknowledges it. It was interesting. It was the old day where they definitely were all in the same like group because they all had swastika. They all had. On different parts of their body. It's like they all went, you know, it'd be fun. Let's, that tattoo parlor we always walk by when we get milkshakes. We should all go get a tattoo together. It's like they did that. It's like, did they get a group discount if they all went in and got the same thing? He, they probably did. And the guy doing it be like, oh my God, I get a lot of groups, but you guys are fun. Yeah. And this is probably what happened. Um, all, all inferred by a really tight pilot. Yeah. So one of them gets in his car. This Walter guy had some business with them and he drives into like the compound area and they're like, park here. And he's like, what? And he parks just kind of like, like, all right, here's good. And they pat him down. And they get that, that the what is it? The key the fob. Remote, yeah, the key fob and his wallet. And his wallet. They don't give it back. Right. Then they make him show his tum-tum. They make him show his tum-tum. Um, 
Which that was good because like right like at that point in the episode I was like getting a little horny. Yeah, and, and I, I needed to see some skin. I, I needed to see some skin, or yeah. else I was gonna go crazy. I wasn't gonna be able to focus for the next bit. So I was a little horn. I was horned up, and I was like, I need a release. I need a release. I saw tummy, and I was like, oh okay, I can focus for the rest of the episode. Yeah, because I get you know me. I get I'm you're a pretty worked up guy. I I'm I'm horny yeah. most of the time. Yeah, I I'm proud of it. That's good. Yeah. No, you just gotta own it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they show his tummy. They take him inside. Sorry, uh, you, are you too horny? To well, you going? said you mentioned his tummy, and I just it was a tight tummy for like. It was a tight tummy, and I just I, I just I got I got horny again. So did were you horned up at all watching this? Uh, let's see. Was I horned up at all watching it? No. No. Okay. No. Just this me. one didn't get me horny. There was really no sex to speak of outside of his tight little tum tum. Yeah, I guess I. You're just like always on edge. I'm kind of always horny. Yeah, that's and fair. so. I just like you just were kid. He needed his cat food like that. Yeah. I needed something. Yeah. But so they, he shows his tum tum to show he's not wearing a wire, and then they take him in, and they seem mad. Uh, they just seem like he seemed like he was trying to do business with them, mm-hmm. right? Like he was trying to make a like ha- like uh, here are the numbers. Yeah, I'm gonna. I I told you I got the good stuff. I, I got, got the good uh, stuff, and you can see this quarter. Yeah. Yeah. So buy my stuff. And then they're like, no, and guess what? We're going to kill you. And I was like, wow, wow. wait. What, this that's, this just seems like a tough town. You yeah, know? it's a tough town. Okay. Uh, do this, we know where this takes place? No, just the desert. The, Though he does say something about uh, New Mexico okay. uh, when he's like fiddling with the uh, with the rector sets. Okay, go. So I feel like it's probably New Mexico. That's New Mexico. I know nothing about New Mexico. Good state. Seems like it. Seems- I drove through it. I drove through Albuquerque. Yeah. Uh, I'd fuck New Mexico. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Would yeah. you fuck New Mexico? I mean, I'm... Yeah, probably. Yeah. If you got a, a couple drinks in me. I had a couple drinks in me, I'd fuck yeah, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so he... The main guy... Yes. Jack is his name. That is? Yeah, he says, he says Jack. Okay. And he has a dumb little ponytail. Yeah, and he also has like what I have always come to know as meth face of meth that face. like really gaunt mm-hmm. type of like you can see his whole skull. And so this is another if I we were talking about this when we were watching it. If I just saw him, I'd be like, oh my god, he has a problem. This poor guy. Why yeah. is everyone so mean to him? But what do we see on his neck? Another swastika. Another swastika. We're like, oh, bad guy. Yeah. Bad guy, mean guy. Uh, and so uh, then while I think he brings up. They're about to kill him, and he brings up this other character. And they said, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. And we're like, who Who the fuck is that? He apparently, Jack was supposed to kill Jesse, but instead, Walt is under the assumption that Jesse is some type of partner mm-hmm. in a business with him. And then we see him, and it's it's the, it's the box fucker from earlier. Yeah, he's uh, he's like shackled. He's not doing yeah. well. He's like in, in, imprisoned and everything. Yeah, and, and they, they wheel him out, and he's uh, kind of a bummer. yeah. Uh, he's got scars on his scars face. Scars on his face. So it seems like he's been in a scuffle. It looks like he hasn't had like a, a good smile in a while. Yeah, it seems like he's got like he needs to sit down. He just has to have one of those long cries. I can't even remember what Walt says to Jesse. It seems like he's just kind of like really staring hard at him. And Jesse's having a hard time making eye contact mm-hmm. back. Uh, and then is that the time they, they're going to they're going to kill him? Uh, Walt, this Jesse fella who seems important but has not had a line of dialogue in this pilot. Yeah. Uh, Walt tackles him. So they got some history, these two. 
Yeah, and all while this is happening, some one of the swastika boys is in like a a, a remote control. Oh, you were really into well, the remote I was control really, chair. Well, because the noise of it was similar to like a phone ringing. Yeah, the mechanics in it sounded like a phone ringing, and mm-hmm. it was bothering me. And anyways, so they. This is all happening. This guy, he can't even be stopped to going up and down. He just doesn't stop the whole time. Yeah. While these men are scuffling on the ground and nobody wants to intervene. But Walt, sneaky, while he's scuffling on the ground, he he hits the button on his fob. Which he uh, secretly uh, grabbed while the, the Jesse was being brought in. Yeah. And everyone was distracted. They kind of were a little easy on him. I, they were like... You get in here. We're gonna kill you. But then they kind of just like, but hang out for now. Well, I'm gonna have a cigarette. We're gonna have a cigarette. You don't fucking move. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see how wrong you are, and then we're gonna kill you. Then we're gonna kill your ass. It doesn't really seem well, like that logic track. I didn't. Me. Yeah, that was that was some creative license. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, that'll happen. That'll happen. It it sounds like this is this guy's first pilot. <laughs> that sometimes you gotta just lay it all out there. You gotta lay it all out there, and he, also you gotta be like. This is due tomorrow. Yeah. I've written this in blood and it just, it's not finished, but it's done. Yeah. And it felt like that's what happened. And I, I still think it's solid. I think it's a good draft, you Mm -hmm. know, like it's definitely a good effort. It's a good, this, yeah. Okay. So, so they're wrestling on the ground and then he hits it and a big machine gun comes out of the car. Of his back, the back of his car. Ran by the erector set. So they paid that off. Yes. Uh, and just kills all the Nazis. All the Nazis, even the one in the chair, gets killed. Mm-hmm. And, and this bothered him. <laughs> it bothered me because he, the chair mechanism is going up and down and up and down. And I feel like it's either going to stay all the way up or all the way down once he's dead because his thumb can't keep controlling it. So I hope they pay that off. I don't think they <laughs> At did. Some point. I hope they might. They might. We don't know. It's a pilot. It's like we cook meth and then also these chairs that just can't stop they reclining. Can't. Well, was it a massage chair or was it just a recliner? Well, I thought it was. Because it had a lot of settings. It had a lot of settings, but what, like he, his corpse kept going up and down. And you see my problem. I mean, yeah, like, it's I a funny, it. dark comedy bit, but like just, just chairs don't work that way. Vince. Yeah. Chairs just don't work. I get it. Yeah. Um, and once again, deadlines. So the one thing that we've kind of left out is that character Todd, who was in the coffee shop with oh, right, 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 right. lady and the stevia, and he, he's known noticeably known swatkas. Yeah, he's he's uh he's Jack's uncle. No, no, he's Jack's nephew. Yeah, and he's like, oh wow, that gun came out of that car, and then Jesse comes up behind and. Strangles him to death with his own chain. And so, like, okay, so they have history. Yeah, there's something complicated. There's something going on there. People got beef. They're, yeah, they, they're dropping us in. And so then, Jesse and Walt are alive. And this young actor who plays Jesse. Yes. Who's, as far as I'm famous for Need for Speed. Yes. He says his first line and just crushes it. He's, I was it, say the words! Say you want it. And I was... Oh, because yeah. Walt takes a gun and it's as though he's going to shoot him and then he passes it. He passes it, it to Jesse. Yeah. And we we don't know what... We don't know who Jesse is. Yeah. And if, if they had hired like any other actor, I don't think... I don't think they could have done this because that's a lot of work on an actor. Yeah. To that's... be like, hey, I'm assuming they told him like, here's what happened to you. Go. Yeah. And he... He did it. 
Yeah, he he definitely pulled that off. That was some heavy acting. Mm-hmm. That's a real Oscar-winning moment that there. Oscar-winning moment, like, I think Anthony Hopkins won supporting for Sounds of the Lambs, and I think he had like 20 minutes of total screen time, something like that. I, I felt that energy here. Mm. I was like, this guy's almost no screen time, but I want, I want to see more. He, he unshackles himself. He, he points a gun at Walt. Mm. And then when Walt admits like, yeah, please kill me. Pretty please. He goes, no. Mm. And he, uh, very. He's uh, sassy. Yeah. He, he just sashays out of the. He sashays right out of there. Then hops in a different car. Mm-hmm. And uh, just drives the fuck drives off, and, and he's crying. He's happy. He's crazy happy. I hope we see more of him, but it feels like they've wrapped up his arc. Yeah, it seems like he's. It done. seems like they're like he was a one and he was in the pilot. We're done with him. He was. He was also an under five. Uh, he was. What? A, he was. A, he was another under five. He was another under five. He'll he get was a, a star in that. He got one. a thousand. Him and that waiter made the same amount of money yeah, for this episode. You got the day rate plus ten um, percent. Day rate plus ten percent. And guys, we're not sorry. These are just facts. We, then we're not sorry that we know this. Like, it's just Hollywood. People. It's just Hollywood. I'm sorry. You've been just... here long enough. You got to learn. It's just part of the DMV test. Like, yeah, you just got to know these when, things. When you're, when you're at a coffee shop, you go, I'd like a coffee. When you're in Hollywood, you say, he made scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. He drives away. The, the, the mean girl, is she mean? She, I mean, we're not sure, but she, she calls one of the dead the, bodies. The no-nonsense girl. Yeah. She's, she's no-nonsense. She comes in and she's no-nonsense. And she... Calls one of the dead bodies and Walt picks up the Walt phone. Walt picks up the phone. Not who she wanted. No, she wanted one of the li- one of those guys, but they're dead. But they're dead. And uh, she's like, is it done? And he's like, yes. Yeah, I did it. And then she's like, Todd? Or whomever? And guess what? It's not Todd because he's also dead. He's also dead. Uh, and uh, it turns out Walt slipped her rice in. Mm-hmm. in her stevia which i have a question about that yeah did he just show up early and put rice in and all the stevia packets and are there going to be a lot of dead people from uh, this unclear or, <laughs> uh, because like how did he know and then like did he go back and take them away I, they did not show us uh, hopefully we find out is he good at up close magic he's good at up close magic okay, that is that's all a better i'll spoil it he most of the show's about up close magic oh. the it's like Nightcore. Uh, so from me, uh, I'm, hey, this is Adam who watched Breaking Bad in its regular order. The meth stuff's only in the final season. Okay. The rest of the show is, it's like an upfront magic show. And then that's actually kind of, when they switch to meth in the fifth season, they jump the shark kind of. It's like how when Entourage in last season went all like serious. Nobody, it, yeah. No, it's, a, it's, it's exactly like that. Okay. But with no more up close no magic. No more up close magic. I think, I think whoever, like the writing staff was like, we're big boys now. <laughs> uh, we want to write about big boy stuff, and yeah. so they stopped. They stopped doing that. But like, that was the tip of the cap to okay. the earlier. Like, hey, we know our roots. He used to do up close magic. Okay. So that's that's what that was, and we're back to this was the pilot, okay. and I am I am Earth Two. Okay. Uh, and so he does that, and he's happy, and then he takes a stroll to a meth factory. A meth factory. Uh, yeah. We presume. I. I don't know. I've never been to one. I've never been to one either. I don't know what they look like, but I, it seems like since so much was about meth in this episode that this is probably where they could yeah, be. Yeah, it was a safe presumption. And then he's like, man, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> would you look at that? <laughs> well, what would you call that? Where he's like... <laughs> no, that's exactly what I'd call it. 
he was like, man, oh man. And he looks around and he's got gas masks yeah. and uh, those trays that they keep the goodies on at mm-hmm. Disneyland when you go into the bake shops yep. and they pull out like whatever. Uh, and I guess that had like sheets of meth. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how meth comes. Uh, and then, uh, and then, as you see, there's no more left to say there. Like he, he takes like, a real walk down memory lane. He takes walk down memory lane. Uh, memories that we, the audience, are not privy to. Yes. And he's like, I used to play football here. Yes. It's a. It's some real. When last time I was here, we went to state. This used to be my old locker. Kind of. Yeah. He's, he's like, over there, I fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right now, I've sustained a serious injury yeah. from the shrapnel of my uh, gun car. And mm-hmm. now, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And as you see, the, the squad car is coming up. Uh, he, he falls to the ground and he dies. He dies. And you're like, end of pilot. And I, my jaw was on the floor. And I was I, like, yeah. I was like, uh, so he's not the main character? Or what's going on? Yeah, I feel like what's going to happen is uh, he gets reincarnated into that baby's body and then he sees everything from, and he has to grow up in that baby's body that we saw earlier in the episode. I I hope you're right. That would be... That would be... But it's like, oh, look who's talking. I wish it wasn't an old show because I would, if... Well, if we if we were where we are now in life... <laughs> Where we could, like it's like right now we could just call AMC and be like hey we have some ideas and they would listen to us. Back then, I mean, I was in high school. I assume you were in high school. You were in high school in 2013. I was thinking of the actual pilot in 2013. I was graduating college, but uh, yeah, I had, I was I was the actual pilot. I was in college. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we didn't have the cloud we have now. Yes. Where you can call up AMC and be like, hey. Here's some pitches, and they'll be like, uh, "Yes, sir." Get me Mr. American movie classics on. The get me line. Mr. American movie classics. Uh, yeah. Get me Doctor Mad Men. Yes. Um, and uh, I saw your pilot. It's good. Have you shot any more episodes? Throw them out because we got a banger for episode two. What was it again? He <laughs> he gets reincarnated into the baby. He gets reincarnated into baby. It's a show about reincarnation yes. as a baby. We don't know yet. We're gonna watch the second episode next, next week. week, but. Okay, so we just watched the first episode. Wait, though, so that vial that was in the house, would I miss something? That's what he, that was right. He put that in the stevia. That was the rice. That was the rice. I didn't know that. I get, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have told you that. Yeah, what the hell? I'm sorry, shit. I thought that was like a secret meth. I didn't know that was a poison. Okay, fuck, this is the, this is the learning curve we're going to have to get where I've seen the show because I probably should have just left that out and you would have eventually been like, oh, that was rice. Uh, (laughs) Damn it. Yeah, this will be fun to figure out. Damn it. Fuck. Okay, it's... That was the ricin. So, but this is good to know that he didn't have that. But how did he know which packet of stevia... Well, there was only one packet of stevia because she asked for more. That but, we will not... That will not be made clear. Uh, what? That will not be made clear. I'll say that. I know, but I'm still just really worried about he it. Used to, we figured it out. I know, but I just... How did he know what table she was going to sit at? He did it there with... up. It, up Close Magic? Up Close Magic. Oh, okay. It couldn't be more clear. <laughs> Listen, it was an artsy pilot. They expect the audience to do a lot. That part was pretty simple, man. He does Up Close Magic. <laughs> that part, like, I don't like to yell at my friend, but it was pretty fucking clear, man. Wait, I'm so confused. He does was Up it? Close Magic. 
Uh, Brian Cranston is like very skilled at up close magic. Yeah, so famously so. Yes, that's like a thing we all know. Uh, okay, we should wrap up here. Okay, but uh, Fair. Real, we've had real quick. So you okay, oh, hard hard day at work. You came home. Okay, I do. I like to I like to keep up. There's been a lot of buzz about this new AMC show. Yes, Breaking Bad starts off. Whoa, kind of throwing a lot at you. Ends with a. a Nazi slaughter. Yes. Uh, did you like it? Uh, are you tuning in for episode two? I'll definitely tune in for episode two because I want to. I want to see this up close magic happen. You want to see? Yeah, because they do get into that. Uh, I also, I think, I want to know more about like, you know, there's a lot of questions for me. Why does this guy's family hate him so much? Mm-hmm. How do he make all his money? Uh, what's the deal with Jesse? Like, uh, are the Nazis like all in the same family? Like, there's a lot of questions for me. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll tune in next yeah, week. But sure. like, uh, so if you, let, let's say you're, you're Donna Bowman at the AV club who, who, who reviews the Breaking Bad episodes, um, on, on an F to a, a scale and you can do minuses and pluses as well. Uh, what, what, what rating are you giving this pilot? Oh boy. I mean, that's pressure's on. That's okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, as a, you can change it later. I can? Well, no, but like you can, <laughs> it won't be official, but okay. this is the official one. I guess for me, this is a B plus. B plus. I I've definitely had some some questions here that I felt irritated by so much so that it distracted me from mm-hmm. enjoying the episode. Uh, it seemed like they were trying to tie some things up, but for me, it only made more questions. Yeah, and I yeah, it, a few times I was like, it's like Vince Gilligan, you're trying. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, like way to flex, Vince. We, you're okay. You got a big dick, Vince. Yeah, nice, nice job. Nice Johnson. Yeah, nice, nice penis. Nice penis. Yes. Uh, I'm sure it is. I don't know. I don't know. Who's to say? Who is to say? Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I've, I have i don't know how to do this end part. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, turn and, that uh, red subscribe button gray or whatever. Turn that red subscribe button gray. Is that um, how that works? Follow us on our social media, which we will be getting to. I, I got it. Oh, you've made it? Yeah. Well, off mic, off mic. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, uh, with the episode two of season one of Breaking Bad is called uh, Granite State. And so we will be uh, going there next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.